All right, so um, yeah, let's go ahead and get started with the podcast. So um, if you guys are tuning in live, you guys are watching the Pour Over podcast. Um, and today on the Pour Over, Joe and Dill talk about their favorite shows and movies while they uh, that they've been watching this week. Uh, Joe brings up The Undoing and reviews The Good Place, kind of. Um, and Dill's going to talk about stuff too. All right, <laughs> let's pour it all over. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Joe. And Dill. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a TV show, movie, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very things so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. This time, we'll be chatting about the finale to Dead to Me 2. No, we will not. That's an old reel. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to have to edit all good. this out. We live. We <laughs> just got to roll with it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, this time we will be chatting about different shows that we've been watching this week and just kind of pour it over while we pour it over and, um, also just catch up on coffee stuff. So, um, before we get into all that, let's catch up with the pour over boys. So what up, Dill? What's up, man? We, we got a lot going on right now. We're on the Instagram. We're, we're on our regular recording setup. Right. Also, we're all, we're, we're about to try to brew some coffee. So, you know, there's a lot going on. We're doing all this for you guys. Trying to, trying to keep the show alive. All, 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 all the many of you. I don't want to say how many are watching because it's embarrassing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, switch my mic over to the other side because I'm recording in the kitchen. Okay. Don't forget to move your phone. All right. So, um, man, I didn't really think too much about the the structure of today, but... um. It's all good. I was it's thinking, just uh, coffee in the morning. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah, this is a this is our first morning one of one of our very few morning shows. Um, but it probably <laughs> makes the most sense given that we're a coffee podcast. True, true. So what what, what you got? What what you gonna brew today? So for me, I got the um, Boston Stoker Hacienda La Minita. Okay, I'll show you guys here. So, oh snap! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a uh, Costa Rica coffee, and um, the flavor profile is um, well, you know, they give this little flavor profile thing here on uh, on the side of the bag. You guys can't probably see it, but it's got a six for acidity, one out of ten, a six for body, a five for sweetness, and a three for the roast. So it's a light roast. And the flavors are lemon, chocolate, and sugarcane. What about you? What do you what do you uh, brewing today, Dill? Alright, so I just opened my mail yesterday and I got this from Oxford Coffee Company. Uh-huh. Courtesy of you, Joe. You're welcome. So all the way from Ohio, uh, Oxford Co- Coffee Company from and the beans are from Papua New Guinea. And the taste notes are sweet papaya, mango, floral, and creamy. Oh. So that's pretty interesting. I don't know about papaya. Yeah. We'll see. When's the last time you had a papaya? Uh, long time. To be honest, it's not my favorite. <laughs> okay. No hate, no hate. Yeah. So oh, open it fresh with new bag. Nice. We unboxing Wait, what, what are you using to brew today? Uh, so, you know, the... The package I sent you was um, also kind of for myself because I picked up some Chemex filters. 
Okay. So finally getting finally back. Finally back on the Chemex. Getting back on the pour-over game here. We got the Chemex filters. And this one is the um, the natural paper. Oh, it, the brown paper? The brown, yeah. Natural squares is what they what they call them, I guess. Uh, you feel uh, like that any difference? Um, I think there is. Uh, there's, there's a... I don't, I don't know if this is like placebo effect, but it's the color of a brown paper brown paper bag, and it kind of tastes like a brown paper bag when you. Oh no! Um, so it makes your coffee taste like that? Well, I, I don't think so. Like not, not if you don't um, rinse it, you know. Okay. So yeah, that that first kind of rinse that you do with the, um, the filter, which everyone should do, definitely, definitely recommend yes. if you're making, uh, any kind of pour over, and you got. And you got any kind of filter paper? Always, always, uh, just do a hot rinse of your um, your filter. So, yeah, I'm brewing on the Chemex. What about you? I'm brewing on the V60, the classic go-to. Nice, nice. And got my uh, fellow kettle here, courtesy of many, many friends. <laughs> Are you gonna grind your beans? Yeah, so I, I, it might be kind of loud. We'll, we'll see what okay, I do about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do them at the same time, so it's just kind of the same, same okay. level of loudness. Yeah. Can show. I got a pro pro tip is to put a little bit of water on the beans before you, uh, before you brew it or before you grind it. Okay, okay, that's a good tip. And what tell tell the tell the listeners what that's for. So I got this little spray bottle up in here. I just do a little spritz on the beans. And so it won't uh, have as much static in your grinder. Right. A lot of times there's a lot of chaff and like it'll just get stuck to the container. Oops, Oops. dropped my phone. Yeah. But if you put a little bit of water, it won't do that mm -hmm. or it'll help. So, yeah. All right. You ready to grind? Yeah, let's go. Loud. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, oh, okay. Giving us the uh, coffee, coffee look. Look at those beans go, man. Yours went really, yours went really fast. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting too much coffee in my my brew. That's why you, you got to use the scale, man. Been telling you. <laughs> maybe that's why I go through so many bags of coffee. <laughs> You're out here like actually brewing doubling. like 50 grams a day or something. <laughs> uh, Preheated coffee All right. vessel. Oh, I didn't even boil my water yet. Let me get that going. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, smells good. Smells good. Oh, yeah. You, you smell it through the Instagram? We have the same grinder too. If you guys don't know, oh, we yeah. got the same grinder. Yeah, so this this might be not as enjoyable for those that are listening after the live because <laughs> you can't see anything that's happening. <laughs> but you can just imagine me and Joe, we're both in our kitchens brewing our coffee. Yeah, yeah. Thank good good exposition. Good exposition there, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, another pro tip, use a spoon um to stir your grounds. All that good stuff. So I'm going to get going. Nice. Okay, you're going to start your pour, your bloom here. Yep. 
So while while you're going, Dill, uh, what have your coffee thoughts been this week? Or maybe in the yeah. last three weeks, we haven't recorded in a while again. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, for me, coffee thoughts is just that you know it's interesting how coffee can connect us. Like mm-hmm. one, obviously, we have this podcast. We're brewing coffee, even though we're in different states right now. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I don't know if I mentioned it last time. I, I'm in this like coffee Facebook group, and and yeah. uh, they do a like Christmas coffee exchange. Oh, okay. Across the Facebook group, and so uh, it, it's like a roast thing. So you roast your own coffee, and then you send it. You get like a secret Santa sort of deal. That's dope. Um, yeah, so I just sent my beans out this week, and then also same day yesterday when I got the beans you sent me, I received some beans from someone else in the group too. Oh wow! Except they they didn't write anything, so it was literally just a package of beans with like no reasoning. It's like, <laughs> who sent me this? Yeah, I was like, is this safe? You know, <laughs> like is this even coffee oh, in here? Yeah, I mean that that is like um, a question is like. Well, I mean, it could taste really good or it could taste really bad, but also you're kind of just trusting each other in, in the coffee coffee family, you know? Yeah, except I, I maybe I got lucky. I think the guy that got me is, I think he at least owns a small business that's a roasting business. Oh, okay. I mean, because he, so, you know, shout out Aspire Coffee. He has, like, bags, nice like logo, and all this stuff. And so we are only supposed to send, well, minimum 200 grams. But he sent me three bags. Oh three wow! Bags. Um, wow, that's that's still, a nice that's a nice little haul there. Yeah, that's why I was like very confused. I was like, some company sending me their coffee, like right? Are we, are we famous now? <laughs> did they hear about pour over? Did they know that you're on a podcast? I I doubt it. Oh, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to be too popular now. We don't want. We don't want to yeah. blow up. I mean, in the group, there's someone that has a podcast. I think that's like actually popular. <laughs> uh, but they, they, they interview because the, the group I'm in is for people that use the Flare Espresso, which oh, I talked okay. about. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, they, they have a really good Facebook group. Um. And then I know one of the people in there at least has a podcast. They interviewed like the creator, the inventor of the Flare. Oh wow. And so you know, I think they're on a. Not as casual a level as you and I. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably more of a career at that point. <laughs> you know what I just realized too is uh, I started boiling my water, so to speak, but there wasn't water in it. So. Um, oh no, it's <laughs> not good for the kettle. Hopefully. Yeah, I brewing coffee live on the podcast and on this. Oh, oops. As I was saying, I was like, yeah, it's kind of difficult. And then I looked down and I was like, I just poured too much water. Oh, no. So, it's okay. Oh, man. We do it for the fans. We do it for the fans, not for our cups. Yes. I don't know. You are, you are, you are, you are. You are more meticulous than I am, and I sh- I should definitely get a scale. That should be on my Christmas wish list. Mm. Yeah, I think it just helps you be consistent. Um, mine mine has a timer in it because I'm lazy, but you can use your phone. It doesn't have to have a timer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it just helps you weigh out the coffee, weigh out the water, right? And so you you can make those adjustments, right? Just so everyone knows, again, we we are uh, recording live for the Pour Over Podcast. So if you guys are fans of Dill and myself, personally, friendship-wise, this is this is friendship. something we do uh, outside of our 
normal lives. I mean, I don't know. But if you guys want to follow the Pour Over podcast, we do have an Instagram handle. It's Pour Over underscore show. So, um, but we are doing a live right now. We're trying something new. Um, Dilla's going to have a lot of work when he's editing this stuff. Or else we'll just do it like this. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, we figure it out. It's fine. No big deal. So you so are pretty much done. Finished. Yeah. My Ohio coffee from Papua New Guinea. <laughs> I brewed it a little longer than I wanted, or than I usually do. It's and with a little more water. Yeah, but it's fine. It's so interesting that part you, of the experience. Yeah, it's part of the experience. But it's so interesting how you say like um, from Ohio, from Papua New Guinea, because like I just watched the episode that James Hoffman did on. Um, or I started watching it, the um, instant coffees where he tries all the different kinds. Oh, yeah. And um, he's like, this is like the most unethical way to drink coffee. <laughs> oh, really? I don't remember that. Whoa. Do you remember why he said that? He kind of said it in the beginning, but it's just like, you know, the idea that coffee is an expensive commodity. And for a lot of these coffee producing countries, you know, that's like their family or that's like you know, that community's, like, way of life. And um, to go from, like, this cash crop almost to mm. this thing that you just, like, like, granules of, of, of like, substance you just, like, heat up and then drink. And, and that's, like, super cheap. You know, to go from, like, all these different hands and, and, the, and the prices that are paid to get to the bean to the, mm. to the instant cup is, like... It's just not. It's just not an ethical breakdown in 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 like the supply chain, I guess. Uh, I mean that makes sense because instant's so cheap, and the the money's got to go somewhere. And usually the companies, at least in like the U.S. or wherever, the ones that make the instant, they're probably not going to cut their profits on it, right? Um, right. As much as they can avoid. So, yeah, that, I think that's one of those things. Um, which I mean. It's, probably part of most industries now but yeah especially with coffee like being able to trace it back to the farm mm-hmm. and and the grower like all that stuff like that that's pretty important right i mean part of the reason why specialty coffee just costs more mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of why um, third wave even exists right it was like this yeah well i mean they i guess they're responding to the commercialism in like starbucks and pete's coffee mm-hmm. um community coffee all that stuff but yeah, this like instant coffee thing is like a new, it's like a new wave within third or fourth wave. You know, like y- you even mentioned the different instant coffees that you see, like Swift and et cetera. And you tried some too, right? Oh, like the quote unquote third wave specialty third, instant coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I tried. Oh man, I, I forgot what what the one that I actually tried was, but um, yeah, it was. It was obviously better than other instant, but at the same time, like it's still instant, mm-hmm. and it is crazy expensive um, per cup. Just because, yeah, it's like, like three they, bucks. They, they they're doing a lot of research. Yeah, it's like might as well. I remember, yeah, it costs the same or even more than just going to a coffee shop <laughs> to get like right. a cup of coffee there. And so that's not super worth it, right? Um, at least right now. But I get it. Like they're trying to. Combine the two, like meet in the middle, like convenience of instant, but also the quality and even like the ethical standards mm-hmm. um, of like third wave specialty coffee. So, you know, I get it. Like it's, it's good. I think in the future it'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but it'll it'll never be as cheap as you know some other instant at the grocery store right but i I don't know hopefully that doesn't prevent it from being adopted too much in the future obviously there'll there'll always be like the cheap things you know right yeah it'll be interesting because like i don't know i i when i think about instant coffee i think about convenience i don't always think about Mm. um like uh it's an ethical purchasing decision um but i think if if we're treating like whole beans the same way that we treat instant then then that should be the same argument made when people buy instant coffee um but i mean i just think about like convenience like mount hagen versus like swift like there's a huge price price difference there you're you're not thinking about oh well i'm making this choice because it's more ethical to to buy from swift than to buy from mount hagen who like I don't know, maybe they produce a whole bunch of, you know, crop, you know, and then they just, mm-hmm. like, pay their workers, like, really, really low wages, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't think about that stuff when I look at instant coffee. But I definitely think about that when I'm buying, um, you know, whole bean from, like, a from a roaster who, like, has a relationship with, you know, the, the farm and all that. Yeah, But maybe, yeah, it's, yeah. maybe it's just the same product. I mean, it, it is the same product because they, they are roasters who are, creating instant coffees i guess or at least i hope that's what it is yeah i mean i assume just the quality standards of of like the farm is probably lower like of course it's like in all parts of the supply chain probably like people are willing willingly making the choice to produce a more like inferior products mm-hmm. quality wise but for for the money right, right for, for right. what they think is either easier to grow it easier to sell it um all that kind of stuff <clears throat> so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about all that stuff, but I'm sure it's complicated. Yeah, I'm sure there are other podcasts that can talk about this much more eloquently than we can. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just trying to brew a cup in the morning right now. Yeah. How, how's your brew going, by the way? Um, it's it's going pretty well. Just started. I just um just put the uh, just wetted my uh, filters. As you can see here. Okay. Um. Yeah, the brown filter. Yeah, the brown. See, it's totally different, huh? Like, um, yeah, I, I, I'm worried. That. Yeah, that it would make the like impart some taste. That's why I've, I've never tried them. So, okay, it makes the water look brown too. Yeah, poopy water. Yeah. So pour that out. You know, you don't want that in your cup. And um, I usually try and soak it all the way. Um. Mm-hmm. Just get it all wet, so I can't really impart flavor from any part mm-hmm. of the paper. Yeah, to, to be honest, like when I watch, I, I see people like brew like Chemex or whatever on YouTube or, or whatever. I feel like half the time or more, they don't wet the whole filter. Yeah, like, like you can see, like the tip, like the top of the the filter is still dry. Mm. I'm like, that's not good. Um, but you know, to each their own is fine. I don't, I don't not trying to judge. But I, I think personally, that's that's what I try to do too. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it is more water. You know, it is more water you have to waste. But um, but there are ways you can use that uh, filter water too. Like you know, if if I'm making coffee in the morning before I go to work, I usually pour that water into my tumbler to heat it up. I oh, talked yeah, about this sure. before. And then I mean, you're still pouring it out, but at least you're using it to heat up your cup. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the thing with the Chemex. It, just, it to me it just feels like so so much paper because the filters are huge. Yeah, um, and so much water. Uh, but it tastes good, so I, I don't know. It's one of those like maybe similar to the convenience of instant, like you know, maybe not the best thing. I mean, it's not terrible for the environment, I, mm-hmm. I would assume, but still, it's like more paper, more water, right? Um, than like my V60 or something, right? Right, so it's like yeah. a hard balance, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's interesting to think about these different brewing apparatuses that we use and, and, the, and the level of waste that goes into them, so. Yeah, and recently I've actually been using a metal filter in my V60 for a while oh, now. Oh, nice. Um, only in my last, like, two or three days did I start using paper. Like, part of the reason is I'm almost out of paper. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, but also, like, yeah, I've had this metal <laughs> V60 filter for a while. And um, mm. before, like, I just thought it was too difficult to clean, and so I didn't want to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I, I'm actually, you know, cause I use the flare to, to brew my espresso, the cleaning process is similar. Like you still have to get all the grounds out. Like mm, you can't just dump right. it all at once easily. I guess you could get knockbox, but I'm too cheap for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I started using the metal filter cause I was like, I was kind of used to cleaning it like that whole thing. Um, but then I, I was wondering how it was affecting how the coffee was tasting. So I actually tried it like other days with my regular V60 paper. I tried it with my Chemex and it actually makes a pretty big difference. Mm. Um, so yeah, it definitely like uh, maybe sliding scale of like clarity, like the, the metal filter understandably is the least um, clear, right. it kind of more muddy, like, cause it, cause it lets more of the coffee oils through the fines, all that kind of stuff, Yeah, which is like, uh, now, now I'm gonna sound pretentious, but it's um, it's, it's it's a personal preference, though. Yeah, yeah, but like that that adds to the mouthfeel, like just how how the the coffee like physically is like, right? Um, whereas use the Chemex is much more clear, like filters more of more of the solids out, and it just tastes different. Not not to say better or worse, but it it, it did make a difference. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, I mean that's why I don't love french press but i do like um sometimes i do like that mouthfeel with with the french press mm-hmm. you know it's just got it's just it just hits different with the body and the the yeah just the mouthfeel is just like if it's, it's a more um it's a more in, intense cup i don't know if that's the way to say it mm. but um but yeah i i think there's a time and place for those things like you know sometimes i like orange juice with pulp sometimes i like orange juice with no pulp mm. Ooh, orange juice with pulp always. Oh, but you don't like the fines in your coffee. <laughs> it's different. It's different. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a hypocrite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oh, I don't man. think I asked what your uh, coffee thoughts have been. Oh so what yeah, about you man. So it's funny. We were just we were just on. We technically are still on Zoom, I guess, but we are also on Facebook Live or Instagram Live. Um. But uh, my coffee thought is like when everything gets back to normal, um, I feel like Zoom is going to be super normal. Like it's just yep. going to be a part of the the work life. It's going to be part of, you know, I think young people use it more socially. So I don't know how, you know, the older mm-hmm. generation is going to use it going forward. But, you know, I feel like um, I feel like Zoom is going to be. And, I mean, and Zoom, Zoom has like kind of like uh, popularized like video chatting, but like. Mm. You know, streamers, all that's all, you know, streamers, people who do live on uh, YouTube, 
you know, Facebook, like this is already a thing. But I think the platform of Zoom is really going to change the way that we do we do work. It's going to like really, mm. um, you know, for lack of better words, increase productivity. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, also like for people who don't like to leave their house that much, it's going to be it's going to be great for them, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, so and that's just kind of what I was thinking about, because all my meetings are on Zoom at work. I mean, it's just always Zoom to Zoom to Zoom, like. Like my whole afternoon would be like Zoom, and then um, yeah. you know, not gonna say it feels like time wasted, but um, sometimes it does. Mm. And there's definitely like while, while Zoom has been very helpful, obviously, um, but there is a missing element from, from yeah. the in person experience. Like even now, like we we're we are drinking coffee, quote unquote, brewing coffee together, you know, um, but it's it's not the same, right? There, there's still a difference, right? But yeah, I mean, it's still it's better than not. Like, I think it, it gets a lot of the way there, but it's it should have both, I guess, because obviously convenience. Like, we we can't just casually go and brew coffee together, um. So this helps. But then, right. like, if we were in person, I think it'd make a big difference too. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to fix my hmm. uh my headphones here. My Bluetooth just just uh ran out of batteries. Oh, okay. Your your coffee finish? <laughs> uh almost, almost. Nice. Here, nice. Get, get you guys a look at it right here. Oh yeah. I mean that's the thing about the Chemex, like the coffee in the Chemex itself looks really good afterward. <laughs> so that, that's another thing. Looks can be deceiving though. We'll see. Oh. Did my video pause on the Instagram? Uh I still see you. I still see you on there. Okay. That's good. All right, I'm about yeah. to pour my cup here. Okay. Get some ASMR. <laughs> oh, that's not a good sound. <laughs> um, some casual broken glass is fine. Yeah, just pick it out of your cup. I've I've run into the mistake of uh, leaving my filter on when I'm pouring, and sometimes it gets oh, a little no. messy. Always got to remember. You, you to, get some, look, look, look at that extra, the, that body, the body in there, yeah, <laughs> with the full grounds <laughs> in the cup. Just say you, you know, you you're making a Chemex, and then suddenly you want a uh, French press. You know, this is what you got to do. It's just, just take a spoonful of the coffee grounds and throw it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I think that would be That's defeating a, the purpose, but sacrilege. Yes. Okay, here we go. Gonna try this cup okay. here. My non-scaled cup of coffee i mean if you if you get a feel for it like i think that's fine i mean because you've been brewing that way for a long time so you're you're probably better at that than i am (laughs) whereas like if if because there have been a couple times where like i'm at someone's house or something and they they do have coffee stuff but they they might not have a scale Mm. or, or some like coffee equipment that i use every day and I just feel like I'm lost. <clears throat> like I'm like I I don't that's, I don't know what to do. That's really nice. That's really nice of you, Dilly. But um, I think like my my margin of the sweet uh-huh. spot is just is just is just wider. I mean, I'm like I'm like this could be a really horrible cup if you drink it. Um, I don't know. Hey, you know, tastes good to you. That's all that matters. Mmm, it's good. That's a good moral. It's good moral. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm. 
again, like I'm in like a coffee roasting um, Facebook group, and people are always posting pictures of their roast. You'd be like, oh, what do y'all think? What do y'all think? And obviously, some people give their thoughts, but a lot of the people would be like, I mean, taste it and let us know what you think, because mm. like, that that's what matters, you know. Dang, that's not, so not wholesome. Just some, like random, not not some random people on Facebook that can only see a picture and not even taste it. Right, right. So I'm like, yeah, that, that's that's totally right. Um, and, and with coffee in general, like trying to avoid the snob coffee snob kind of label to be like you know people drink what, what they want and like it works for them is fine yeah for sure you know, they want to add a bunch of stuff to it that's fine that's fine yeah as long as you're putting yeah. more co- more coffee than cream or sugar <laughs> or something else just for, for <clears throat> your own health's sake and <laughs> even just uh you know for the coffee's sake too yeah yeah but yeah oh man so how's your cup of coffee uh well it was too much water and i, I can't taste that so it tastes a little bit watery kind of kind of watered down um but yeah I, I think there is like hints of some some type of like sweetness in, in there but i just feel like because it's watered down i can't really get it oh okay um, which is unfortunate but um hopefully when i can continue to brew it and i'm not um oh nice about all the other instagram lives and stuff I, I think it i think it'd be better but i mean it's not it's not bad just a little watery. Mm. So. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of Kicking Horse Coffee? I think they're like a brand, like a chain or something. Um, yeah. And surprisingly, it actually tastes pretty decent. Um, at first, I'll be honest, I was a little skeptical. I was like, beans from Amazon? Um, but yeah, it, it was given to me. You know, I tried it. And yeah, it tastes good. Like, so th- this is a dark roast. Um, and and some of the taste notes on this one is, is rich, dark chocolate, and decadent. And so, because it's a dark roast, I made it um, as an espresso. And I would say, I mean, the dark chocolate is super strong. So, it's like, it's actually pretty smooth. And when I opened up the bag, it wasn't, like, super darkly roasted as I was expecting. Yeah. So, which is a good yeah. thing. Um, I think it was dark without being too dark. And so, I was a little, mm. little surprised. And, and so, yeah, yeah that I is think surprising. is worth potentially checking out, um, at least for this dark roast um, called okay. Grizzly Claw. Um, I would Grizzly say claw, probably claw, for claw. for espresso mostly. I don't know if I would do it on pour over, but yeah, may, may I try it see see what it's like. But yeah, the dark chocolate super strong, and so like I think the part the coffee snob part of me might sometimes be like, oh, it's not some third wave coffee shop. Like I don't know about that, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, but sometimes I think you you can still find some good stuff. Yeah, it's still it's still still people making coffee, you know. It's just not it's just not fancy. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not that super cool hipster, you know, yep. third wave, but um yeah, so I'm guessing this was a gift to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um I was I was going to mention it in the was making me happy, but um mm-hmm. yeah, I think I don't. I guess coffee is part of my identity now, um, and maybe has been for Ooh. quite some time. Um, yeah, and like I just suddenly got a bunch of coffee gifts, like gifts <laughs> of coffee, like all, all yeah. of a sudden. Um, and <clears throat> which is fine. I totally appreciate that. Like you know, if people are going to buy me something, you know, food yeah. related, coffee related, like a consumable. Like I, I always, always take that. Always like that. Yeah, um, but nice. it's just funny. Like all of a sudden, this huge influx of, of just coffee. Um, also, right. because like I said last time, I haven't been buying roasted coffee for like months. 
mm-hmm. um, because I just been roasting my own. So like all of a sudden, like I don't need to roast for quite some time now. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, it's cool. I, I appreciate like all these people. Um, yeah, man. You know, thinking of me and just being like, oh yeah, he likes coffee. Like yeah, part of maybe the connection too, which for me, I'm like, oh, if someone gives me coffee. Well, you know, pandemic times aside, it can be mm-hmm. like, okay, now we can brew this coffee and drink it together, you know? Um, mm, so yeah. It's just some something, but yeah, it was like all of a sudden this week, I was like, bags on bags on bags. So, <laughs> what are you gonna do with all the extra coffee? Uh, I mean, I just drink as much of it as I can. I might share some of it um, with with some others that I know are into coffee as well, um, just because mm-hmm. you know I don't want to keep it all to myself. Share the love, you know? for sure, for sure. Yeah, especially it's this season from, of giving from Aspire because he sent me three bags. I'm like, okay, and also this since they're they're like smaller individually packaged. I can like easily um, give this to someone else as well, and they can yeah, try it out too. Nice. So yeah, this guy nice. got so many beans. That's dope. That's dope. That's a good. That's a good coffee. That's a good. Um, you know what's making me happy this mm-hmm. week. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, I uh, we talk a lot about cultural stuff on this podcast, but for me. It's um doing some things I didn't grow up doing for the holidays. I think that's what's making me happy this week. Hmm. Um, so last weekend I actually went out and chopped down my own Christmas tree. Oh wow! And then yeah, uh, brought it back on uh, on um was it Sunday? I think. Uh, so we went out. We did it on Sunday and spent the whole day doing um stuff revolving around the tree like hmm. like um making ornaments for it oh wow um stringing the lights around it stringing the garlands around it and like i would never do that growing up like mm-hmm. in our house like we just want the tree in the house and then yeah. that would be the whole that'd just be it that'd be like okay we got it it's in the <laughs> house we christmas up in here <laughs> nice <laughs> but um but it was really cool to like um, really embrace the tradition and, uh, you know, just do something that was kind of unfamiliar to me, but something I think I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and, um, I think it's going to be something I do going forward. Uh, mm. just, you know, uh, you know, if it's available, but like down in Texas, like we didn't really have Christmas tree farms. Like mm. they, they have them up here in the Midwest because it, I think the climate is more for Christmas trees. Like whenever we would go get them, you know, when I was, um, you know, growing up or even in college, we would just go to like a nursery or something and they, they yeah. have them pre-cut. They just be there. So, um, just the act of like following a tree is like, hmm. oh man, it's kind of, it's kind of depressing to be honest, but, hmm. um, but it's also like <laughs> you feel, you feel like you're a part of that process, I guess. Like it's the same way with coffee, you know, like just being more, being a more, um, being more of a participant in your purchase mm. and in that consumption. Yeah, so, so you literally cut it, you, know, you got the ax and you just went at it. Yeah, no, no ax. Unfortunately it was a oh. saw. But, oh, okay. Uh, uh, that yeah. that makes more sense. Probably safer. Man, it might've been funner with an ax though. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it'd be easy to miss a bunch and if you'd have like random chunks cut out of the, the, the yeah. trunk. That's true. Cause you want to make sure it's uh, standing up straight when you yeah. put it up. Wow, yeah. that's that's very DIY. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Mm. We, we we've had the same fake Christmas tree uh, that we put up every year. Uh, yeah. Which, which I like. I mean, you know. Um. But yeah, may, maybe I would have to try that sometime. Yeah. See if there are any Christmas tree farms around um, where you are. Mm-hmm. We had a um, fiber optics tree <laughs> when I was yeah. in high school. Like it was, it was probably the most artificial tree you could find. Um, yeah, but, but hey, it was still green. You know, sustainability. You keep it every year. That's true. That's It'll true. Last. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I don't know if we have that much time to, to talk more about shows and stuff, but maybe next time we'll talk more about the shows we've been watching. Sure. And make some tweaks to this format. You know, it, it was it was fun though. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if there's anything about this podcast that I want to keep doing is is making it fun and interesting. For sure. So, I'm just trying new cool. things, seeing seeing how it goes, trying to interact with people in different ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, all I guess right, we'll, we'll see see you all next time. And this will be it for the Pour Over Podcast. Yeah. I'll see you later, Dill. See ya. This Peace. was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Pour Over underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over Gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic. Thanks for joining. Take care. See you. See you later. (laughs) Thanks for joining, everybody. (laughs) Do I have to hit the X here? Oh, maybe. Oh, man. See, I'm almost 30, so this Uh, is... I'm a boomer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.